Welcome back to episode two. <laughs> episode two? <laughs> of the Three Hot D's podcast, a House of the Dragon podcast, Game of Thrones pre- prequel. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Robbie. Alongside, you may know him as Cousin Benny in the streets, but his wife Aya knows him as Sir Podrick in the sheets. <laughs> And our master of coin, our fantastic co-host, Ryan. Thanks, Benny. Uh, fuck! <laughs> this is motherfucker. We're going with that. Just keep it going. Uh, Who cares? Just keep on going. Thanks, Robbie. This is Three Hot Ds, uh, and we are talking about episode two, The Rogue Prince of House of the Dragon, a Game of Thrones prequel. And like Robbie said, we have Sir Pounce, Ba- what is it? Bail on the bold. Bail on Targaryen. Bail on Targaryen. And me, Ryan. And uh, yeah, we're just gonna kind of bullshit our way through this episode. Um, do not be concerned if you are not a book reader. This will be a very, very light spoiler uh, episode. It's just gonna be us talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and uh, I don't know everything in between. What do you guys think? Sounds good to me. Another great episode. Yep, it's the crystal light of spoilers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, what was I would say like what was your overall impressions of episode two? I loved it. Um, you know, I, that's probably gonna be the the review you get from me every episode. because uh, oh I'm all in on this one. Yeah. I, I love I, I feel like these first two episodes, they did such a great job of building the world, building the story, but also giving you payoff moments. Yeah, the same thing. I, I actually love this episode. You know, it was in stark comparison to last week with, you know, so many moving parts. No, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, so many moving parts. <clears throat> last week, a lot of action. But this week was more dialogue driven. And I don't know. I was kind of into it. A lot. I'm a big dialogue guy. So um, I like the chess pieces that were moving in this episode. And uh, yeah, setting it up for... Uh, I guess a fantastic finish. Yeah. When I was watching it, I was thinking of you, Robbie. I was like, I bet Robbie loves this shit. Like all the uh, politicking and chess piece moving and setting things up for, for some, and cause there really wasn't a lot of action in this episode, but it was awesome. A lot of power moves. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. I love power moves. I love politics. I love that stuff. So I was I was excited about, you know, all, all like I said, the chess pieces moving in this in this episode. Yeah, for sure. A lot of movement in this episode. I would say um, before we get into those chess pieces moving, I think we should really start with what were your impressions of the um, like main theme being reused and uh, like the title uh, where, you know, it was, I would say, similar to the Game of Thrones uh, opening, but it definitely was, you know, different in the same aspect. What did you guys think of that and of reusing the song? Well, allow me to answer your question with a question because okay. I I got spoiled that the theme music came back. Oh, really? how did how did you guys feel when that when those first opening notes hit? Because even for me, it was you know I got like chills and it was it just felt it just took me back in time. What did you, you guys tangles? Think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You kind of stole what I was going to say, because I got the chills. And then I was once I heard that theme song, I was back. I was ready to go. <laughs> it, it reminded me like fuck, three, four or five years ago when a big episode was happening, like an episode nine or, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm ready to go. I was ready to I literally was ready to put my skull through <laughs> the, the my my freaking uh, sheetrock last night. <laughs> um i yeah i mean i have to agree i was like super pumped when i first heard the first few notes i will say i kind of didn't like it sounded a little speeded up to me or sped up to me which i was gonna say didn't love but i still i mean the song is the song I, i think they were either like um Either the HBO execs were like, we can't top this song. Too bad, Raymond Duati. There's nothing you could do. Or he was like, guys, that that's my best. I can't do anything better <laughs> yeah. than that. So just use it. Or they're just going to use this song for every spinoff 
and that's like their branding, you know, Star Wars ish kind of thing. Whatever. I mean, I was pumped, um, but at the same time, I was just a little bit like, yeah, I wish they didn't speed it up. But overall, I, I don't. I don't think they necessarily sped up the song. There are a couple transitions between like maybe that guess, was it. I guess you could say like the verses or like the you know the phrases of the song that I think they made shorter and it just like okay. jumped to the next part a little bit quicker. But I definitely noticed that too. I yeah. wasn't gonna bring it up because I thought I was gonna sound like a huge nerd. So I'm glad you brought oh, it up first. Huge nerd. <laughs> but nerd. The, I'm telling you, man, once that song hit, I was just like I, I didn't Let's know go. I wanted that, but I wanted it. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even was- notice it. It was sped up because I'm just a bozo. But once it hit, <laughs> I was ready to go. What was- What did you guys think of the new like uh, video or graphics or you know the the new like title cards, whatever? Yeah. yeah. Robbie, would- I loved it. I thought it was great. I mean, it took me back. I have no idea who you know what some of those I guess houses were or whatnot. So I had to go read up on it. But uh, you know, same old, same old for me. It took me back to uh, the olden days, but that's it. Yeah, kind of uh, when I first saw it, I was like, all right, I'm pretty sure this is all Targaryens, but I had to I had to look it up. I didn't like it. It was so fast and I was probably like so pumped for the song that I wasn't <laughs> yeah. really paying attention as much as I wanted to. Um, but did you guys see like any of the videos that was like doing it and it would pause and be like, Aegon Targaryen and then go to the next thing pause and you know this was you know Jaehaerys or whatever no is is that what it was it was like a family tree it exactly yeah it was a family tree of the Targaryens um and then like a couple other little things in there um so that you know basically and like how you saw one that sticks out was and I forget who it was but it was basically you know brother and sister married so like that was the one where it was like the the web of blood because it was like so interconnected um so it was it was cool it's i still like the game of thrones better Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't be shocked if this one changes similar to how game of thrones changed and expanded when like new areas came in or whatever yeah they could have thrown the fucking crab feeder in the in the title cards you know just throw (laughs) him in there somewhere you know here's the stepstones okay I love that we're getting stepstone stuff. I think that's so cool. That's like I something agree. that was never really even mentioned. I don't think in Game of Thrones, and it's it's such a cool, just the way that the whole map is set up, and the thought that went into it from George Martin. That like that's just a cool little, I guess, forgotten area, and that's like such a big plot point already. Yeah. And that motherfucker with his nicknames, he's so good at it, calling the little like islands the stepstones. Love that yeah. shit. Um, and since we brought him up, what'd you guys think of, I know it was like the first, the first opening scene, it was quick. Um, but what'd you think of the fucking crabs going to town on that guy? Creepy dude. That if that's not nightmare fuel, I don't know what is. Yeah, that was, uh, that, that was kind of gross. And, uh, and I was like, this, this is pretty, pretty cool, but pretty disgusting. But I was like, just give me the gore. I like it. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, it was I mean, it was awesome. And I'm I know it's at the end of the episode, but like both scenes of the crab feeder were just like cool and gory and like him hammering people in Mm -hmm. with stakes into the thing so they would get killed. And like, I mean, I don't I'm sure we'll find out more, but is does he have grayscale? Is is that a mask? Is like what's going on with this guy? Is he half crab? I don't know. That did, the only thing I was the only thing I was thinking with with his whole I guess storyline if you want to call it that is it, there wasn't a lot of storyline for him there wasn't a lot of FaceTime there wasn't a lot of and if you you know if you play this episode out I don't think he's long for the show period so I don't know how much we're gonna get that kind of seems like he might be donezo by uh, the next episode yeah I mean we'll talk about that the um, what we think for next episode with the you know next week on. But I kind of think you might be right. So, um, well, he's a nice little scary character. So I like to see him. Oh yeah, a couple a couple episodes. But you know, um, I'm into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean the so the opening opening was great. The little 
early scene with the crab feeder. And by the way, I was singing all night last night fuck, from fucking South Park. Crab people, crab. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, so, I, I mean, what do you guys want to talk about next? Do you want to discuss uh, Renaris being a bad B? Um, or, you know, in the small council meeting? Or, like, what do you want to go to next? I think we we could touch on a little bit of the small council meetings and and the the secret garden meeting. The garden meetings are now back. Oh, uh, that was it. a great thing yeah. to see. Because um, I think the Renera being a bad bee is going to like propel us right through the end of the episode. Um, yeah, you're right. We'll we'll kind of save that because she did. I mean, she did a lot this episode. She did. Um, but yeah, the small council meetings that like Robbie already brought up the the chess pieces moving um i did find out what those marbles were all about for the small council so it's it's not anything that was in the book it was just something that like the set designers came up with and it was almost like they're clocking in which is kind of what we assumed but like what a cool little just add-on um and i noticed that and also um i'm jumping ahead a little bit but like when they were doing the Kingsguard um, showcase, whatever the hell it's called, and that each one had its own sigil, and they're just that like, was cool. They're just like boop, bring that on. Yeah, that shit was cool. Well, it's shout out things. Yeah, shout out to the guy last week who clocked in. Um, Damon, he wasn't late. <laughs> he wasn't late. So that's 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 a that's a true a true friend right there. That's this right. is before the law laws of clocking your friends in and out of work. Yeah, and it went into effect. Yeah, I Damon almost was- thought. Yeah, I almost went down a little rabbit hole myself and thinking like projecting out what that could be as almost like a defense against like faceless men. Like, you know, like if if that if they don't have that marble, but, you know, I think it was I I went a little too deep on that one. And that and that, my friends, is why we all hated the end of Game of Thrones, (laughs) because like that were so much cooler than what it actually was. Oh, they're just clocking in. And Benny over here, <laughs> fucking. Oh, it's defense against. Yeah, so much better. But anyway, um, so yeah, small council meeting. Um, there's a lot of movement politics wise, and we're getting a little more of Viserys. And I, I gotta, I, I don't know, man. I, I know there's a time jump allegedly coming, but he's like falling apart from the inside out. Like, yep. That scene, the maggot scene, was, was cool. pretty cool. It was wild, but it was, it was cool. wild. Um, do you guys think, like, what do you think about him with not, you know, we'll get to him and his marriage and everything later, but what do you think about him just as a king, as a as a human getting cut and his pinky looking like a like it's gonna fall off? What do you guys think about that? You want to take it first, Robbie? Sure. Yeah, you already know how I feel about this guy, Viserys. I think he's a he's a clown. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's a. I think he's more uh, worried about his uh, sculptures and trying to be the George Costanza of Westeros. That he wants to be an architect, and I'm and I'm not. I, <laughs> I just think a city planner. Yeah, I just think that his um, he like Damon says at the end, you know, he's not a good king. He doesn't think he's a good king. So I. I mean, I don't want to jump forward, but I kind of think that his leadership is is weak. Um, and I think that I don't know. I don't want to say if he's timid or not, but I don't necessarily think he has the quote unquote stones to get the job done. And I think yeah. that's going to play. I think it's going to play out in future episodes, obviously. But. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100 percent. I was in, <clears throat> in the camp after last week, like that's what they were definitely trying to show you. But. I kind of almost felt bad and was like, ah, he's, you know, just trying to keep everybody happy and like be the good guy. But I think this episode really drove the point home where like every decision he makes is for the wrong reason. And he's quick to be pushed into in a direction. I feel like high t- Otto Hightower took advantage of that once already. Damon took advantage of that already. He's just, he, people know his buttons 
and they will push them to get exactly what they want or the exact reaction that they want. And it makes him just terrible. Right. Um, he, I mean, we all saw what happens when you, um, go against duty or, or, uh, expectations and go with your gut or for love or whatever. Um, I mean, again, jumping ahead a little bit, but I think this just encapsulates Viserys where instead of now, don't get me wrong. He, he, in some ways he made the right decision in some ways he didn't. Um, but yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about the ending later. Cause that's the whole, we have to have a whole conversation about that. Um, but what did you think about, so Corliss is one of those chess pieces that's trying to move mm-hmm. in. What did you think about his play or, you know, I guess we can talk about, you know, the, the marriage as a whole, cause we're a lot of the episode is about it. So what, what did you guys think about that, about the sea snake slithering in? I feel like it's super easy to try to make comparisons with people from game of Thrones and I think a lot of people said Otto was the little finger of the show when I think it's it's the sea snake because yeah. he he that whole story of him like, you know, I built my house from the ground up like the house was nothing before, you know, like his whole his whole motivation is to get power for his house and trying to weasel his way into selling off his 12 year old daughter. Um, Fucking he, wild. He's not as he's not as good as Littlefinger. No. But he's got those same motivations and by any means necessary. And again, alluding to the end of this episode, he's going to do whatever it takes to 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 get notoriety and power for his house. Yeah. Robbie, what did you think? He was, I, for me, like kind of the, I want to say MVP of the episode in in my eyes. Because I, I was like from the very beginning, he was just he was just trying to to advance and make you know make himself better and and wed his daughter off to Viserys and you know gain some power and gain some control so um yeah I kind of agree with Benny too I think Otto is a little bit like Littlefinger and I feel like he can play you know Viserys like a fiddle and uh <laughs> but I think I think Lord Corlys was uh was you know going toe-to-toe with with uh with Otto in 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 that regard so I was uh I was a big fan of of Corliss this episode and, and uh I like his little sneakiness and uh and especially at the end of the episode. So yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was I was pleasantly surprised by that. Yeah, I mean the, the a number of things. I mean we might as well just we can come back to some of the other things because we've alluded to this too much. And it's like throughout the span of the episode there showing this. The first thing, so Corliss, I think, is more concerned about his shipping lanes and his money than actually like merging the houses. Okay. Um, but merging the houses would have been, you know, probably beneficial for both. But when they did that scene of Viserys and Lena <laughs> walking, Dude. Oh my God. I was, I was laughing because I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I said, this girl is like four years old. Yeah. It's so gross. Like she's, I'm surprised she wasn't like, uh, uh, you have any games on your phone or like, (laughs) you know, can we get ice cream? Like that kind of, like she was, I think, I mean, intentionally, I'm sure she's allegedly 12 according to what they said, but she looked like, like eight or 10. Yeah. That was intentional for him to be like towering over her and her to just be a child. Um, I think the easy or the, the initial thought of a lot of people is like Viserys is stupid for not choosing her. Yeah. He'll just wait like two years or four years or whatever the hell it is. I don't think Viserys has two years or four years in him. He's like kind of falling apart. I was just going to bring that up and I was going to, you know, refer to your point of him being washed up where if all things being equal, he probably would have picked her. 
but right. he doesn't he he can't wait he doesn't know how much time he's got the dude's getting a little nick on you know his back wasn't healing he gets a little nick on right. his finger the, the thing's damn near falling off at this point right um it's been six you know according to the the dialogue it's been six months since he got that little paper cut right and his, his his whole hand is probably in jeopardy at this point so yeah. i don't think he 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 is acting out of urgency to to get the you know to get more errors right but I don't, and you know what? I don't know if he, if I think that as a person or as a character, he's thinking this way. But if we go jump ahead to the the next week on Game of Thrones, he's clearly in the show with his child. So like he does make it at least a couple more years. But sure. I think that was his motivation. Besides the fact that he said several times that he loved and missed his, uh, his wife Emma, I think. Ama, whatever i and uh allison was just like a nice girl he's probably like yeah i could talk to her like this is fine i don't really care and he's so dumb he probably was like oh uh rain is gonna love this it's her best friend so they (laughs) can just hang out she's not gonna be upset at all yeah i think that's what he was kind of alluding to when they had that sit down but i i think he thinks he's saying things to people and he, his communication skills are just not good. Right. And then once she, once she fixed his Lego piece, it was all over. (laughs) (laughs) I bought this for you. Oh, guess what? You're the queen now. (laughs) Oh, let's go smash and dash when you're, when you're of age. (laughs) Well, she's, well, it's fucked up because the Lena was so young that it made Allison, who's like 15 or 16 look like an adult. And we're just like, yep. Now, yeah. these, off off topic, real quick, but like, are these are those two girls like underage, like in real life? Like Raina and because they I don't, they look kind of young. I, think, I know. Go ahead. Oh, uh, sorry, uh, Rhaenyra. I believe. Rhaenyra, I'm calling her Raina. I'm messing up names. No, already. I messed I messed up the name before too. It's fine. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's like 19 or 20. I okay. Rhaenyra is. Rainier is 22. I actually just looked oh, at, I was right. looking at her IMDb before this. She looks super young. She yeah. does. And I'm sure, I mean, that's always the way of TV, like teenagers and are like 23 or whatever. I'm sure Allison's probably similar. Um, she's 19. Okay. And I'm not going to look up the other one because I guarantee yeah. she's un- under 10. <laughs> <laughs> she's so an infant. Um, but the realm is probably, and we'll see in future episodes i'm sure that the realm is not going to take this well um i mean one of the things from the first episode talking about how house targaryen can only fall because of itself and it's decisions like this to not i know in the moment it was the probably right decision but long term to not marry into to merge those two houses it's you know it's just another notch on the belt of Viserys for fucking up his legacy and and the Targaryens and everything. I mean, we we see we saw what happened to Rob Stark. I mean, th- this yeah. is Rob Stark Same on shit. absolute steroids. Like this yeah. is it's inc- it's incredible how bad of a decision it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And right. like the only person who likes it is Otto. Like Viserys is like kind of just like, all right, she'll be all right. Allison clearly does not want to marry him. Like she, the actress is doing an awesome job of like kind of making it really subtle. But I think that she's just like, okay, dad, I'll do what you want. Like, but is inside she's peeling her frigging fingers off. I think her and uh, the actress that plays Rhaenyra are like, probably two of the best actresses actresses actors in the show so far like it kind of sucks that we're gonna have a huge time jump and they're gonna be gone after only like i guess i don't know a few episodes they've been like two of the best so far yeah do you guys think that so i know we're expecting a time jump and clearly from the next week on it's gonna be at least a couple years because there's gonna be a fucking child in there do you think they're gonna go back or is it gonna be like they jump and then move forward and that's it or is it going to be like maybe back and forth i could they don't really do cold opens unless it's like the beginning of the season but i could almost see like 
a cold open of you know the fallout of the stepstones right intro and then the time jump but i don't know i mean how are if if that's what they're showing on i didn't watch the next week on but oh, if that's what they're okay. showing on yeah i don't know if that's what they're showing on the next week on maybe we get it in the middle of the episode or something uh, i don't know i think it would be kind of difficult i don't know i think it'll maybe confuse some of the viewers to keep on jumping back and forth but yeah, yeah i don't I, like from personal experience I, I wouldn't like that like jumping like jumping all the way back and then you know from like 20 years ago and coming back or even if it's a couple of years i don't know we'll, we'll see how it plays out don't yeah. just don't confuse me all right enough just let me just let me watch the show in peace <laughs> what how do you think they're gonna handle it ryan i because the two actors um that play allison and rhaenyra are so good like i kind of want them to jump back and forth and maybe like you know fill out the story a little bit of how things got to where they got but I think Robbie's right. I think it's going to be like too confusing to like go back and forth. They might do it like once or twice, but I don't think it's going to be like a constant like here, there, here, there. But those two actresses would be the anchors into like how we know what time we're in. So I, I don't know if it would be that confusing, but I, we'll see. I guess we'll find out. Benny, do you purposefully not watch next week on? I am a big, like, I don't watch trailers for movies. I don't okay. watch trailers for TV shows. I don't like to watch the next week on. I watch the inside the episode. I usually don't watch that either. I like just like going in raw dog. So do you not? <laughs> I'm, sh- uh, I'm sure your wife enjoys that too. <laughs> oh, um, do you not want me to bring up things from next week on? No, um, I, I don't care. Be, just be, if we're doing this, then you know I've kind of forfeited that right. Um, okay. And plus, like, like I said, we kind of already know in broad strokes where this whole thing is going. So yeah, it is what it is. It's so, sometimes it's hard to not say certain things. Yeah, don't worry I about me on that. It would be kind of obvious, but I think we've we've been doing a good job so far. Robbie, have we given anything away in your mind? No, I am still confused as ever. <laughs> <laughs> So you haven't given a thing away. Nice. All right. Awesome. Ryan, uh, I don't know if you know this. It apparently, I don't know if it's the first season or this whole show is like one chapter of Fire and Blood. I don't know exactly how the book and the show are fitting together. Um, I, I think your your plan is probably gonna be my plan. So, like I know uh, we know broad strokes just from either from a song of ice and fire or stuff that we learned researching stuff or whatever. I think reading fire and blood after season one is probably also what I'm going to do. And then, so like I can experience it this way and then experience it as a book reader. Cause we don't technically know how many seasons this is going to be. I'm sure HBO is going to drag this out as long as possible, but I don't know. We'll say. Well, there's supposedly also more uh, spinoffs coming, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, several. Yeah, um, I think one of them is going to be like something from like 10,000 years ago or something. Something crazy like that. There's supposed to be one from E.T. There's supposed to be one. And that oh, might nice. be the 10,000 uh, years ago one, maybe. There's supposed to be one about Jon Snow, apparently. Um, there's supposed to yeah, I don't know what that's about. I think there's, there's, I don't know, there's like three or four in development at least. There, if this hits, we're gonna get so much fucking Game of Thrones content rammed down our throats. It's gonna be yeah. at at a certain point we might actually regret it, but we'll see. Um, Supposedly the ratings well, went up. Oh like, yeah, like four percent from last week or something like that. So people still and, like it. Maybe they and, hate the series, but they still like it. <laughs> They hate the series, but they like the show. Uh, yeah, it went up uh, 10.2 million that watched it the pre- like when it premiered. But then they also said that episode one as a whole so far has been watched by 25 million people. Insane. That's insanity. That was insane. like that was like our uh, 20th episode spectacular on our podcast. 25 <laughs> That's million. <right. laughs> yeah. 25 million. <laughs> um. So I think we definitely need to talk about um, the whole standoff with Damon 
Rhaenyra, Otto, and the two dragons, because that scene was fucking awesome. Um, I mean, just so just first of all, getting into it, and we'll talk about you know Dragonstone, how cool that was. But fucking Otto Hightower thinks he's gonna go into Dragonstone with 20 dudes <laughs> against someone he knows has a dragon with allegedly close to 2,000 gold cloaks in a fortified castle? What the fuck is this guy thinking? Do you think part of it was it was either he's playing the game of chicken and he wins or he gets killed and that causes Viserys to flip out and act rashly, kill Damon? You know, I, I don't know. I think, like you said, it's such a stupid, stupid idea. Like there has to be something behind it something i think probably what do you think i think it was it was more of a game of chicken i think he knew that damon probably wasn't going to do anything but still a still a stupid decision to go there and uh think that his scrawny ass can go over there and take <laughs> take those guys on and just just ramaged a, a village of people and cut off every single body parts that they had <laughs> last week so yeah and right. and a and a big ass dragon that was just lurking in, in the background. So yeah, that was a pretty stupid decision. But I think that he was just trying to play a little game of chicken. Hopefully, that's what I that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I think he was just like, oh, I'm the hand of the king. If he does anything, then he's gonna be in big trouble. Like, <laughs> all right, like yeah, probably. But you're gonna sacrifice your life for that. Like this, either he is also stupid, like Viserys, or he has something else going on. There's something else at play that we're not seeing yet or something. Cause that maybe was just he, a dumb move. Maybe he has people on the inside of the city watch. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe he somehow knew Rhaenyra was coming. Uh, it, it's just, it makes no sense. Yeah. But speaking of Rhaenyra coming, that was fucking badass. coming through the fog. That was yeah. awesome. That was a sick shot. Just landed. And then just being such a bad b just walking through and i forget what she says but she's just like uh oh about the dragon about um i think her dragon's name is Cyrex or something yeah. like that mm-hmm. um just being like oh yeah she's protective so good luck yeah. and then just <laughs> calling out damon's bluff and getting the fucking egg back and everyone's happy yeah did you for a second they mentioned one of the dragons had like left and was like Vagar. they didn't know yeah they didn't know where Vagar was. I oh I thought for a second that was gonna be him popping out. Um Good but bit. to see to see her coming through, I was like, oh that's that's fucking badass. They've mentioned Vagar twice, I think now. He's he or she, I don't know if it's a, uh what gender it is, but um Vagar is definitely gonna be around at some point. I don't know who's gonna be the dragon rider or what he's gonna do, but so they're showing up. Vagar showed up at some point. I didn't know um, Viserys rode Balerion, and Balerion had died so recently. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a pretty big. That that's kind of a pretty big reveal because that's. I mean, I guess being a dragon rider doesn't necessarily make you a badass, but Balerion is a insanely huge and powerful dragon. I mean, you saw how big the skull was. It's bigger than any dragon we've seen. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure Balerion is the biggest dragon ever. Yes. Um, and yeah, I mean, what a flex that is. If I was Viserys, I'd be telling everybody. Yeah. Like I rode the black dread. What did you do? Yeah. Nothing. Eat gruel again. Okay. It's kind of, it's kind of weird to me that Valerian died and he's like, all right, I'm just done riding dragons now. Yeah. He sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I just think that, 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 that entire scene was just beautifully shot. The gloom and doom of it was awesome. Uh, seeing Dragonstone again was fantastic. Um, the dragon coming up through the clouds was such a such a cool cool shot. And uh, yeah, obviously that that was probably my favorite scene of the entire episode. Yeah, but that's what that's what I was talking about before with Viserys. Like people know the <clears throat> buttons to press on him. Like he was, you know, whatever. Damon's just gonna do what he wants to do, and I'm not gonna really get involved. And blah blah blah. It's gonna be fine. Until he knew exactly which mm-hmm. dragon egg he took, then he was like, "Oh fuck this! Now I'm now I'm pissed." Uh, so yeah. he's 
like I said, he makes all, all these decisions based on like him, his buttons getting pushed or like just a snap reaction to something that happened. So again, you know, he, he made the right choice by showing his strength and, and, and going to get the egg and, and putting Damon in his place. But again, he did it for the wrong reason. Yeah. Do you, how wild is it that Damon was able to just waltz in to the dragon pit or whatever the hell it's called and steal an egg with 50 dudes monitoring it? I think maybe, maybe to answer my own question from before that Otto and Damon actually are working together. Maybe because technically, and we saw this no matter what stupid shit Damon does, he's got his brother's back. He said shit to, he was like to Corliss, like I can talk shit. You can't. Mm -hmm. Um, And Otto, I mean, technically has Viserys's back in theory. I I mean, I know he wants power for himself. So maybe the, and, and, how Otto was like, no, Viserys, you can't go. It's too dangerous. I'll take a couple of guys and we'll go. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah. so maybe, maybe something else is going on. It, Otto did sheed, uh, tell him to sheed their steel pretty quick. I know a yeah. dragon showed up, but I don't know. I You can never count out anything with this show, which is what I love. Yeah. I thought, I mean, my explanation was probably a lot simpler, but I like yours better. I was just saying, he's like, He's like Donald Trump Jr. showing up to the, the Trump organization where it's like, dude, you know who I am? Like, I'm walking <laughs> in. I have a Valerian steel sword. Yeah. I'm going to get a dragon's egg. You're not going right. to do anything about it. And that's it. So, yeah, uh, yeah I like yours, obviously, because there's more deceit and yeah. backstabbiness to it. I don't know. Either yeah, way, was... I like either explanation. But yours is more cooler. Give me the backstabbing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not me just thinking of the police playing chicken. I like a little yeah. uh, little little game playing. That was good. And like I loved how she just rolled up and they're talking in Valerian and it's just like, here's your egg. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you yeah. could see, you could just see I don't know if he if he wants to bang her or not, or but you could just see the the respect he has for her. Yeah. I feel like way more than he has for his own brother. Because he respects strength, I think, and he knows that she's, like I said before, a bad B. Yeah. Um, also, just a quick note, I think um, that so Dreamfire is the dragon's egg or, mm-hmm. or the the egg's, whatever. You know what I'm saying? The egg, the, the egg's parent. Yes. Supposedly, the three dragon eggs that Daenerys got are from Dreamfire as well. Really? That's what I read. Again, is that correct? I don't know. Maybe. Might be someone making shit up, but that's what I read. Okay. If it's on the internet, you know it's true. It's got to be true. It's got to be true. I, I wonder if that was one of the eggs. Maybe. Could be. I don't know. How long did dragon eggs stick around for? Well, they, the I mean, they, were, they were almost like petrified in the show. Right. Yeah. So it could have been. Maybe. Uh, maybe that'll come out. They love making connections to the shows. Um, so and then so then after that awesome scene with Dragonstone, uh, Rhaenyra flies back, and I feel like it was such a bad B again with yeah. her dad. Can I sit down? And was just like, Yeah, I got the egg, didn't I? And he was like, Yeah, you're right. All right, not <laughs> yeah. in trouble anymore. Yeah, <laughs> she knows. Point. She knows how to, I don't want to say wield her power, but she knows how weak the father is. And she, in her mind, she did the right thing. So she's, she's just like, F it. You know what? You're weak. You're not going to do anything to me. Just like you didn't do any, you weren't going to do anything to him. And he stole an egg. He's holding down the castle that he's not supposed to be in. And he stole all the city watch. So in a way, I think her coming into her own as like the heir and seeing how weak her father is she's just like in a way over it and just like it's like i think you guys were talking about on going gray was like well you know what was that moment where you got hit with the wooden spoon and you realize (laughs) it didn't didn't hurt anymore i think that's where she's at yep it's like you can't hurt me anymore i'm yeah i'm an adult uh before we move on because one last thing from dragonstone is that dream boat, Kristen Cole, 
please. Saying to Damon, knocked you off your horse, bitch. And and Damon, <laughs> but the best part was Damon was just like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I mean, if that guy doesn't get you freaking your loins, loins going, he's he's a handsome, handsome man. Yeah. yeah. His his I, my loins were hotter than that uh Lake Crusade dragon egg thing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Watching him. But just to jump back to what you I think you were alluding to earlier, and I, I missed uh with Rainera being a bad bee, just that whole scene of you know her telling Otto Hightower, like none of these knights have seen any type of, of war or any type of battle. Right. And she, you know, she again throws her proverbial D on the table. And says, I'm picking Chris and Cole, and that's just it. Do you think she picked him for that reason or because he's a certified Dornish Marshlands dreamboat? <laughs> I think it's got a little, it's little a little bit of both. both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She she wants the little, little, little taste. Yeah, because you saw <laughs> as soon as he walked up, she leaned over the yeah. railing. She was she was liking what she was seeing. Yeah. Although there's a lot of chit chat on the internet that maybe uh Rhaenyra had a thing for Allison and that's one of the reasons why she was so upset uh with I, with that I could definitely see it but she might be a switch hitter too also possible we don't know we'll find out um so speaking of Allison and and that what did you guys think of I guess like so the the last scene I know we talked about the whole marriage thing and whatever and we're kind of past that but just the scene as a whole where Corliss is like, this is unbelievable. And I mean, Otto Hightower's look to to Corliss, like just a little smug, like. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but also like, it was also so stupid. Like, why is Allison in the small council chamber just yeah. standing here? Like, yeah. That doesn't make sense. He's clearly going to pick her. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think maybe just because it was like such a, a snap meeting or whatever that she was just with her dad or something like that. Um, But I think, you know, I think they really laid the groundwork of this being the absolute wrong decision by him having that conversation with, I think it was the master of coin. um, Uh, Yeah, I think so. Who was like, you know, the one guy in the show that like, seems like he has no motivation except to like, be honest. Um, Maybe. So coin. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Robbie, what did you think of that scene? Like, any any thoughts? Yeah, I guess it was some uh, <clears throat> a lot of small council meetings this episode. Um, uh, yeah, me too. But um, yeah, I just, I mean, obviously you knew you knew, you knew he was going to pick her. Um, I think there was no surprise. Like I said, especially when she uh, she uh, fixes Lincoln Log. But um, <laughs> yeah. You know, again, I just I just love the the back and forth between these characters trying to one up each other. Loved it. So Otto was just, you know, obviously with his little smug smirk was happy that, you know, Viserys picked his his daughter. And of course, Corlos was pissed off. But um, yeah, uh, <clears throat> another great scene, another another great scene of uh, scheming and somebody trying to take advantage of somebody else. And definitely. Dumbo boy, uh, Viserys made the wrong choice, and it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna come back to haunt him, obviously. Yeah, and then I mean, the scene after, um, was it directly after they showed the crab feet at first? I forget, but like basically, uh, Corliss going have having Damon come to, um, I forget what his joint is called, the drift mark, I think, the drift mark, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and being like. I don't know. I mean, I think we'll find out in episodes to come, but do you think that there's an alliance brewing there or what do you think about that whole scene? I, th- I just feel like Damon's such a wild card at this point that like he's open to anything and just kind of trying to see where he can make his move. So he's almost like that- the Joker. He's just like yeah. doing shit to do shit and see what happens and then take advantage of the chaos. the chaos yep so yeah i mean that you definitely saw that like he has no like love for this guy you know he's, he's like you mentioned earlier as soon as he started talking shit about viserys he's like yo no nah, like i could do that you can't do that cut the shit. so yeah so 
I don't know, man. I, I could see a backstab either way where like he fucks over Corliss or he fucks over Viscer, you know, Viserys. I, I don't know. It's a little too early, I think, to tell. But my go- going theory right now is is chaos. Yeah, my my thing would be it it wouldn't it would be too on brand for for Game of Thrones if um Damon didn't backstab Corliss and went with Viserys, and that's where I'm leaning towards because, like you were saying, Benny, I just think it's too obvious for him to side with Corliss on this, and I think that I think that like you said, Damon's such a wild card that I think that he loves his brother so much, even though he knows he's a, he's an incompetent, you know, <laughs> shitquad. Yeah. <laughs> that I think that nothing will, will come between that, especially the way he feels for uh, Rainier as well. So I think that I'm leaning towards him backstabbing Corliss. I, I think I, I agree with that. Um, or, Maybe not necessarily like completely backstabbing him, mm-hmm. but like like riding with him for a little bit and then and then when he can take advantage of something or 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 switch sides right away or something. I, I don't know, but um I definitely <clears throat> like seeing these guys team up and I mean Damon is love him. Like I know he's like kind of I, he's not the bad guy, like we said last week. But he sort of is in a way. He's like he's pushing the plot forward by doing bad things. Um, but I I think he's gonna be like the MVP every week. Um, although we'll we'll talk about who our MVPs were in a little bit. I think part of the motivation is just like he knows what's happening on the stepstones, and Vis- Viserys isn't gonna do anything about it. So if he if he wants to get it done, I this is just the alliance he needs to make in the moment right now right yeah get that crab feet of that weirdo looking thing although <laughs> he was weird looking but he was cool as hell looking at the same time yeah yeah that was cool you get it, robbie you thinking about being him for halloween i was thinking about <laughs> it and then i was thinking about these a lot of crabs maybe we could make some soft shell crabs around here when <laughs> when they come over there yeah, yeah i was i was uh, i was really thinking about being him for Halloween and scaring the shit out of some of these uh some of these local kids around here. <laughs> Give them crabs instead of the Snickers bar. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, do you guys want to? Was there anything that we missed that we should bring up before we get into our Iron Throne of the Week or whatever we're calling it? Do we want to talk about the uh, scene between uh? Rainus and Rainera. Oh yeah, I yeah that was a great scene. That reminded uh, Rainus reminded me big time of the Queen of Thorns. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because she is a woman and she was sassy, <laughs> you know, not that she really reminded me yeah. of her. But that was a great scene. Both actresses killed it. Um, what did you think, Robbie? I loved it. I, it reminded me of like, you know, any interaction with Cersei and uh, Sansa. Um, not to that extent because, you know, Cersei was just going to overpower Sansa, but Sansa had her way of, you know, especially during the the latter seasons of of being a smart kind of Game of Thrones type player. So, yeah, it kind of, kind of reminded me of that. And Queen of Thrones is that if that little uh, rest in peace, that little fox r.i.p and r.i.p yes so yeah I, I i loved it and i think both of them were just fantastic in that scene and uh yeah that's why i love sh- like shows like that ah so good benny what do you think it's hard it's hard to know where her uh Rainus's story is gonna go um yeah what's it, is is her motivation completely just I was spurned. I should have been right. Queen, and I'm just going to burn the, the house down just to just to do it because I'm mad. Right. Because obviously she is holding a ton of resentment. People are calling her the queen that never was. That's obviously not, you know, helping her cause at all. So I don't know what her motivation is other than just like just kind of snapping in the moment and being nasty. Um, so I don't know. I can almost see her coming around. And like being on Team Targaryen at some point, Could so be. 
that I thought it was a great scene, but there wasn't really much I personally pulled out of it as far as like where these, you know, where this is going. Right. Um, yeah. And I was just thinking like things can change at the drop of a hat because of a death. Like what if Corliss dies? Does she then like go scorched earth or does she then come into the fold of the Targaryens? Because now that's her way into keeping power and that also makes me think of we haven't really seen like a any major or uh, prominent characters die yet. Do you think that we are going to see one soon or not? Or is that almost like, like the fact that they're not dying? Is that almost like the the twist in and of itself? Because we're so many people are just expecting Ned Stark to die or whoever to die. Well, I was going to bring up Ned and like that didn't happen until episode nine. Yeah, no. So it's still early. Yeah, I think we're definitely going to get I see. But I, I, I don't know who would shock me other than Rhaenyra dying at this point, you right. know, so I, I don't even know that there is there's the big death is probably going to be viscerous, but is that going to like hit, you know, like Ned Stark would. So I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, maybe I'm going to, as of now, I, I don't think we're going to get a huge, huge quote unquote death. this season. Right. I mean, Robbie would be pumped if Viserys dies, but it won't be like a shocking death. Like yeah. Ned Stark. No, yeah. I would be, I would be ecstatic, but yeah, I feel <laughs> like I think that the Ned Stark, death was because he was so invested and you and he was such a major character in his first season obviously and you were with him for nine episodes and i think that for any death for this season i'd have to be invested in somebody that i, that I really care about and as of right now it's the only person is, is was is damon and rainier and that's really it that i would be shocked about everybody else can just get go take a hike <laughs> i think you're right i think as of now two episodes in it almost feels like there's more episodes already, but we're only two episodes in. Those would be the only two that I would be shocked about. Um, everyone else, I'd be like, oh, all right. Um, I wouldn't care as much, but those two, those two are my favorites so far. Yeah, that's what I think it feels like more episodes because like I was saying earlier, like we're getting a lot of world building and we're getting a lot of setup, but we're also getting some like big moments. Mm. Oh, also, if Kristen Cole dies, I will definitely weep because he's a dream. That might be the one. (laughs) Maybe that might be one, but (laughs) he just he's he's the new Jon Snow. Yeah, (laughs) that fantastic lock lock of hair he has on his on his head. Yep um so i think we should eh, i know we could talk forever on this but let's talk about who sat the iron throne for each of us this week um i wonder if it's gonna all be the same person probably not but let's see who wants to go first i went first last week robbie you want to lead us off this this week Yes, I will. I will be the Ricky Henderson of this week's episode. <laughs> Baseball reference. Yes, there you go. See, <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to go again with the same choice I had last week, and I my Iron Throne for the week is Rhaenyra. She continues to um, be my favorite character in the show. She is a badass bitch. I will say bitch live <laughs> on this podcast because she is badass. Um, I, again, I love her poise. I love her tenacity. I love her just yearning to be a leader, unlike her bozo, doofus ass <laughs> father. <laughs> uh, yeah, she continues to surprise me each week, and she is is uh, like you could you you see her being an actual you know queen and and, and a leader and willing to step up and, and make those decisions, not just based off of like you know, temporary emotions. She's, she's, you know, she seems like she's the person that that thinks it through and makes the, makes the right decision. And uh, I think, you know, she has the respect of Damon, you know, and, and he doesn't really respect his brother. And um, yeah, she again sits on my iron throne and uh, yeah, she, yes, very good this week. (laughs) Right. Um, I'm going to, 
I'm gonna say that Viserys sits the Iron Throne. For... No, I'm joking. I just want to say. <laughs> I'm gonna say really would spit his water out. I was my water out on the microphone. I'm gonna singe myself. <laughs> Although I will say, I think I know he's inept and and pathetic, but I I have a feeling that he's gonna do some shit that we're gonna be like, oh, Viserys, not too shitty. But we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I. I have to agree with you uh, here, Robbie. Uh, it's got to be Rhaenyra. I mean, Damon was also awesome this week, um, but she was just incredible. Uh, she did a lot of things right. Um, she showed her strength, um, got the egg back, and I don't know, just was the the badass bee. I can't. I, I'm. I'm. We said it before, but I hope that the actress who plays her as an adult is just as good or better because I mean, it's going to be hard to top. She's doing an awesome job. Yeah. I will break the deadlock here. Um, obviously, yes. you know, <laughs> if, if, if I went first, I probably would have left, let off at rain era. Um, I'm going to go a little counterculture, even though he made the dumbest decision in the episode in the end, he got exactly what he wanted. And, I'm going to say Otto Hightower sits on the throne this week because he has put himself in a pretty great position right now. Um, Whether or not that lasts very long, I I don't know. And I don't think so. Uh, But for me this week, Otto Hightower, you get the iron throne. Yeah. He's still, he's still very intriguing to me because I think that as much as stuff has been going on and we're, we're kind of assuming that maybe things are going on behind the scenes, we haven't been shown much like plotting intrigue, um, backstabbing, things like that yet. I mean, the end with Corliss and Damon was kind of like like a meeting to to talk about. Should we backstab? You know, but we, I'm waiting to for there to be like, oh, shit, those two are working together. That's fucking awesome or whatever. Yeah. Who did you who did you guys think it was going to be what Corliss was talking to? I, I kind of thought it was Damon, actually. You did? I thought it was Otto High. Yeah, I thought it was Otto, too. Yeah. Uh, that would have made sense as well. Like, and maybe they, who knows? Maybe they still are. I feel like yeah. we still don't know a lot about, you talked about it, the Master of Coin. There's also the Grand Maester. There's, um, there's a third guy. I don't know what his deal is. But I, I, I don't think they're just going to be seat fillers. Although we are doing a time jump, maybe they are seat fillers. All right, never mind. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you think, guys? Should we wrap it up? I don't want to. I kind of want to talk more, but we can't have a two hour episode. Yeah, I, guess, I think yeah. I, I think we hit hit the main plot points. We're we'll George Costanza and leave him wanting more <laughs> this week. But uh that's it for I, me. <laughs> <laughs> um quickly, do you want to maybe think about what's gonna happen after the season? Do we are we gonna maybe do a little book episode? I will hiatus. All right. Do maybe do like a like a, every couple chapters do an episode or something or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm down for that. Like, cause yeah, well, maybe we'll take a break, and then we don't know when season two is gonna come out. It's probably gonna be like at least a year, probably more like two. Um, so yeah, somewhere in there, we'll do we'll do like some book episodes. Robbie, uh, (laughs) you can moderate. (laughs) No, I mean you're I you're more than welcome to read the book with us. Um, but I just. I have a feeling you won't. <laughs> like, I'll read the cliff notes. All right. I well, definitely go ahead, I definitely go. want to hear from the fans. I want to hear, well, the listeners. I don't want to say fans. Uh, who do you guys think sat the Iron Throne each week? Yeah. You know, what questions do you have? What theories do you have? Um, definitely want to get some emails and, and oh, get yeah, the listeners be awesome. involved with that. And I wonder how many of you uh like maybe our moms are listening and didn't watch the show and have no idea what the fuck we're talking about yeah can you just give us some crazy out there theories that make no no sense at all i would love that yeah 
and maybe it'll turn out to be true. That would be wild. <laughs> it's like the uh, if there's always that one girl in the office that like nails the the NCAA pool. Yeah, oh, because yeah. she, she like yeah, she, I like she the complex the mascots. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Um, send us an email. I'll put it in the show notes. GoingGreyPod at gmail.com. Send us your theories. Who sat the Iron Throne? Uh, if you think we're morons, we are, but you can send us that, you know, whatever, whatever you think about the show you want us to discuss, um, let us know. Uh, that'd be, that'd be amazing. I would love that. Um, also check out our regularly scheduled programming on Mondays. Uh, me and Robbie just dropped an episode yesterday and I have to say it was pretty damn good. Um, and also, yeah, right. Um, if you want to hear about, Robbie's grandma watching the booby channel then <laughs> this episode's for you um, and also check out uh, Benny's podcast that drops on Wednesdays on official intelligence yeah we um, had a really good episode this week we actually had nice. a professional comedian oh, join nice. us on the show we had a nice little conversation with him so definitely check that out on that's our cool I'm looking feed. forward to it that's awesome I, I really enjoyed um I is uh restaurant suggestions i mean just out of the fucking ballpark you guys you guys went the week before it. then you did you did your list and then she did her list i mean you guys should start your own show <laughs> I, need, I need to know her secrets benny I well, need to. stay tuned stay oh. tuned maybe that'll be one of the filler episodes we have in in the middle of the seasons oh, i God, can't I fucking wait um <laughs> yeah and you know what also talking about that if any of you clowns want to join us on here i mean can't just let anybody on but Maybe we'll have a call in. I don't know. Talk with us. Would love that. Would love That'd be that. awesome. So enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, we will see you next Thursday for episode three. And uh, thanks for listening. Guys, you want to say anything else? No. Ours is the fury. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <Beautiful. laughs> All right. Later, oh, I should have put, put my one up. Damn it. I got the house um, Baratheon. What a stupid! I, also, I almost put my. I was gonna put my sweatshirt on, but it's too hot. Nice, nice. Yeah, way too hot for this. this but house, when it gets this is cold, a house Baratheon podcast. Basically, Bobby, Bobby B, rest in peace. <laughs> Forever in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Goodbye.